There's a difference between being a person of vision and a person who is ambitious. An ambition, an ambitious person wants something because they're insecure or want something out of lust or greed or covetousness. Okay. A person of vision says, I see the high calling of God. This is why I'm put on this earth. This is something I must do. Hey, everybody, welcome to today's conversation podcast. I am so excited about today because we have a very, very special guest on today, but I will get to that in just a moment. I just want to thank every single one of you for the way you have faithfully followed us. And if you haven't done so, would you please rate, review, and even subscribe to the show? That way it actually helps get the message out that much further. And uh, Lisa and I are just so honored to be able to speak into your life what God has entrusted to us. Um, I also want to say that if you do write a review, you might get it read on the air, which I am about to do. And today is coming from W.B. Murphy. And W.B. Murphy says, and I didn't wear my reading glasses and I'm going to do my best. I am so very thankful for the podcast. I listen to it at work. And being a new Christian, it has helped me answer a lot of questions that I have. There's a lot of great wisdom in every podcast. Keep up the great work. Thank both of you for all the work that is put into making these podcasts. Thank you so very much. And I'm so delighted that you are now a believer. Now, today, Lisa Bevere is not joining me. Today, I am so excited to introduce to you Chris Pace. Hey, guys. <laughs> Chris, it's so, <laughs> so good to have you. you. I want to say this. I've known Chris since 2004. Yeah. And that's where we met down in Australia. He actually worked for Messenger International Australia's office and you started in the warehouse. The warehouse. Yes. And yeah, uh, you I had can... just gotten saved a, a, a few yeah, years few, earlier. Yeah, just a couple years earlier. Yeah. Yep. And some friend of yours said they had a cassette. Was it no, back well, in the so day? Yeah. Well, Interesting we... story. We were uh, driving to the beach. You had just spoken at the six summer nights at Hillsong Church in Sydney. I wasn't there. My friend was. And it was beautiful summer day. And we're driving to the beach. And he's like, guys, you got to hear this dude, John Bevere. He just spoke at Hillsong. And I was like, all right, I'm sitting in the back seat. And he puts in drawing new CD. Yeah. And I'm in the back listening to John preach. And I'm in tears. And by by the end of it, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, you're going to know John and you're going to work for him. I had no idea what you looked like. I didn't know who you were. Yeah. And then I looked you up online on the old website, johnbevere.org, I think it was. And I was like, man, this guy's handsome, dude. You had that black muscle shirt on. You had bare feet with your denim jeans, beautiful wife, good looking kids. And I was just like, wow, totally blew my mind of like, you know, stereotype of American preachers. So, Well, you know, Lisa and I try to be as normal as possible because, you know, I don't think when you go in the ministry, all of a sudden you start changing what you wear and everything else. I think it's about all about the heart. Yeah, the heart's yeah. got to be sanctified, completely dedicated to Jesus, love people, want to glorify God in every decision, obedience to God. And that's love what draws that. me to you, Chris. I've watched a man, a man of God. I'm sitting next to a man of God who's walked in 
I mean, holiness and godliness. Thank you, John. A man who ministers to our team every single Monday morning when we have prayer. We have, for those of you who don't know, we have prayer. Our whole yeah. staff prays every single day at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And Chris always leads prayer on Monday. Well, you know, Chris, you, you worked in the warehouse and somehow you got over here to the United States. That's another long story that people yeah. find out about later. But yep. you ended up coming to the United States when? In uh, 2014, August 2014. 2014. And yep. was it immediately that you came to work for us at Messenger? Yeah, it was basically t- uh, January 2015. I actually, because oh, I was able to legally work, I had to wait for my green yeah. card. And yep. I know that, that we had a the... little bit of a gap, but yeah. from the time you left mm-hmm. down in, in Australia and the time you started working, yeah, so 2015. Yeah. So you've been now in the state. So we've known each other now for 20 years. 20 years. You started yeah. working for Messenger Australia 20 Crazy. years ago. It's crazy. Yes, it's crazy. Think about that word I heard. You're going to know, John, and you're going to work for it. That's just amazing. And like, I had a very similar experience that I've not shared with you, and I should, with another man of God. Yeah, wow. So someday I should share that with you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know nearly all the stories. So (laughs) so now it's been almost a decade here in America, and what I am so excited about is Messenger International, we are, Lisa and I have such a heart to raise up leaders, to see the call of God on a person's life and help develop that call and get them into that place. And so, Chris, uh, in the month of January, January 2024, we are publishing Messenger International, the very first book by someone with doesn't have Bevere as a last name. Now, that's very exciting to me. Very, very exciting because I believe this is going to be the first of many. But anyway, because Chris has really walked so close with God, so obediently to God, and I know you wanted this book probably to come out about six years ago, maybe. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I but, had to, yeah, I had to get it in me first, living it out many years. But you went through some of the pain sometimes that a man of God or a woman of God has to go through in order to have the character developed to be able to handle the message when it comes out. I mean, one of the prayers I prayed when I was a young man, Chris, is I said, God, please never let the gift or the the ministry that you entrust me to out uh, let never let it out be greater yeah, than yeah. the character oh, yeah, that yeah. you've developed in me yeah. and i've watched that with you and i'm so so proud of you Thank and you um but this book is called level up level up and Our that's what we're going to talk about today it's available and right? everybody yeah. can get yeah, it january now. 16 will be at chrispace.org you can go to the messenger international store as well but the link will be available on messenger uh, chrispace.org so january 16. okay now after you hear about it you're definitely want to going to you're definitely going to want to get it so let's open it up. All right. All right. Um, I think we need to talk about the word potential to open yeah. this. So, yeah. So take it away. Well, one of one of the things I'm very passionate about is helping people discover their purpose, ignite their passion, and realize their potential. And I re- I genuinely believe one of the greatest tragedies in life is unfulfilled potential, all that could have been but wasn't. Now, when you think about it, it's it's quite sobering. Now, if you were to die today. What, what would die with you? What dreams will never be fulfilled? What talents would remain buried forever? Forever? What, what legacy will never be left behind? Now sit with that for a moment, okay? That's why it's not enough to be full of potential unless it's being realized. And one of the big points of Level Up is if you don't fight for your future, you will forfeit it. And I immediately think of the children of Israel. We were talking about this recently. You know, um, 
God, with a mighty hand, delivered them out of the Egypt. You know, miracles, signs, wonders, defeated the Egyptian army. And yet that whole, that whole first generation, the Exodus, were destined to inherit the promised land, but didn't. Okay, they tried to later on, but it was too late. Their window of opportunity closed. And that story haunts me, John. Okay, because that goes to show that the future isn't automatic. Your destiny yeah. isn't automatic. You need to be intentional about stepping into the future. That's why uh, the Lord said to Joshua, every step that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. Right. In other words, it's there. It's there for the taking. But you need to go in and possess it because tomorrow will come regardless of what we do. But the future will come because of what we do. That's, now think about it. Think about good. like 20 years ago, John, like I wouldn't be sitting here today unless you had obeyed God's calling on your life. Think about it. Imagine you didn't obey what God called you to do as a minister of That's, the gospel. And I'm sure you had opportunity to derail. I've never thought of that before. I oh, wouldn't yeah. be here. Sure. Our team wouldn't be here. So many lives wouldn't be blessed because of your obedience. So there's other people waiting on the well, other you know, side of I your mean, obedience. There were two women that said to me, if you don't write what God's giving you to write, this was in 1991. Perfect example. He'll give the message to somebody else and one day you'll stand in judgment for it. Well, if I wouldn't have written what God had given me to write, yeah. you and I wouldn't have met in 2004. Right. Because that's how I got to Australia was through the books. Yeah. That's how I've gotten to most of the nations of the world is through books. And so, it's yes, you're so right about this. But you know, I think about what Paul said to Timothy and I'm sure that you've got this in the book. But you said you got to fight for your destiny, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, think about Paul's words. He said, the prophecies that have been spoken over you, by them wage a good warfare. Fight, Timothy, for what God has spoken over your life. Why did he say fight? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm affirming what you yeah. said, that you've got to fight for your destiny. Yeah. See, at one point or another, we've all heard the words spoken over us, you're full of potential. Yeah. Okay? Maybe it was from a parent, a teacher, a coach, a friend, you know. When you think about it, it's one of the most encouraging things to hear, okay? But it's also one of the most discouraging things to hear, <laughs> depending on when or how you hear it, okay? Because on the one hand, it's a statement packed with promise, pointing to all you can be and have not yet become, all you can do and have not yet done it. It points to future possibility, it hints to what you could be. But on the other hand, it's indication that you're not meeting expectations, you're, okay? You're falling short. Yeah, you're, under, you're underdeveloped, you're, you're underperforming, okay? Yeah. And what began as a compliment can easily become a painful critique, an ever-present reminder that we're not where we could be or where we should be, you know? And it's in these moments, again, that we must accept the fact that it's not enough to be full of potential unless it's being realized. And that's what I'm passionate about because realizing your potential is a, a process of becoming that's accomplished on levels. And I want to but, get into but that. But you're, you're saying, yeah, level up and you're talking about potential. So talk about levels for a minute. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you, John. Like Proverbs, key scripture, Proverbs 15 verse 24 says, the path of life leads upward mm. for the wise. Now, mm. pause there. Who are the wise? And I'm thinking of glory to glory. Yeah. We're now we'll get into that. We'll right? get into yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, no, I'm no, no, you're you. good. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to get ahead. <laughs> um, well, the wise are those who fear God and follow him heart, wholeheartedly. Because I refer to that first generation of Israel who came out of um, uh, Egypt. I think of Caleb and Joshua. God said to them, "You, they have a different spirit. They're, it's going to be a different story with them. Why? Because they follow me wholeheartedly, okay? So the path of life leads upward for the wise. They leave the grave behind. And we'll get to that as well. So 
The path of life leads upward. Life is designed to have an upward trajectory, a path that leads us forward from strength to strength, from glory to glory. And another way we could say is life is lived on levels, okay? Now, when I think of the concept of levels, I think of progression, like we see in physical growth, as we progress from childhood to adolescence to yeah. adulthood. Yeah. We see levels in... Um, School. Education, yeah, yeah. Where we, you know. First grade, second grade, yeah, third grade, Elementary right? level, yep. um, middle school level here. I've got to get the, the school system here in America, uh, right? Middle school, yeah, high, high school, school college, college level. Okay, we see um, levels in our athletic system as, you know, we progress from the local level, the state level, the national level. We see levels in leadership. We see levels in government. We see levels in the business realm. Homes are built on levels. Video games are played on levels. This is, this is just a short list. I mean, everywhere you look, Life is lived on level. So it comes to as no surprise that realizing your potential and fulfilling your calling are also done so on levels. And I'll show you um, mm, Philippians so chapter good. three. Yep. Verses 12 to 14 says, Paul says, not that I have attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not consider myself to have attained, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Listen to this. I press toward the goal for the prize. What's the prize? The upward call of God in Yeah, but what's Christ interesting Jesus. is when he says forgetting those things which are behind, mm -hmm. you know, in that chapter, he talks about his accomplishments that he had before he knew Christ, but he, then he starts talking about his accomplishments in Christ. And I believe what keeps you from going to the next level is you get stuck at a level of success that you're con comp or content with instead of saying, wait a minute, <clears throat> there's another level to go. And I find a lot of, I've had very wealthy businessmen come up to me and share with me yeah. after I share on multiplication saying, John, I've plateaued yep. because I've done so well. And that's the thing. That's sad. Uh, Paul, I believe, is saying, I got to let go of what I've already accomplished I'm so glad you or else I'm going to camp there. Yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah, well, I, don't mean to, well, I don't mean to No, no, no. This you, is great. No, no. John, thank you. Because see, what happens with these type of people is they value the destination over the journey. Oh, that's okay? so good. Yeah. So if you value the journey, you'll be committed to the journey of growth, no matter what destination you're at. Okay? But when you value the destination over the journey, when you reach the destination that you're fixated on, okay, you'll, you'll have the temptation to camp there. You feel like you've arrived at your destination, okay? But if we stay committed to the upward path, we'll stay hungry until we've laid hold of all that God has destined for us because we don't want to go to the grave empty, all right? And this, is, this was Paul's focus, okay? His passion and focus was the but upward I, core. I think, it's, I think it's on two levels, and I think both levels need to be mentioned. If you look at what Paul said, he said, I have count everything lost so that I might know him, the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings. Yeah. So there's the high call he's talking about right there. Yep. All right. Now, involved in that is, I believe, our destinies, our callings, yeah. as far as what we accomplish in this That's life. Really because good, Jesus yeah. said, I finished the work you gave me to do. But you're never really truly going to accomplish that work the so you way you were him. intended unless you know him the yeah. way he knew the Father. Yes. And so it's in his presence. I do believe, yeah. yes. Like, okay, let's let, let let's so just do an example. Let's say you've got a young man and God has put it in his heart, you're gonna be president of the United States one day. Yeah, that's very valid. 
And yep. and he's going to go through levels, isn't he? He's going to be, you know, on the city council. Then he's going to become a junior senator, a senator, whatever. And one day he becomes president. Yeah, Th- there's levels. OK, he's got to keep he's he's in love. He's in love with the destiny, as you said, not the yep. journey. Right. So I believe that. But for him to handle that presidency the way God intended him, yep. he's got to press for the number one thing, and that is to know Jesus intimately. Yeah, and I, I get uh, there's two chapters on actually. Oh, I know. Because like, the upward I, journey hey, begins hey, with knowing. Guess him. what? I, oh, you just man. gave me this book last week, but I'm <laughs> I'm already going. There. It's good. It's good. No, thank you that you said that, John. And like going back to the whole destination mentality, it's important to value the journey over the destination. But we should celebrate hitting certain milestones, hitting certain destinations. Just don't camp there. Okay, because look what Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verses 15 to 16, and I'm reading out of the Passion here. It says, let all who are mature, let all who are mature have this same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, you could tell Paul was gripped with the desire to pursue the upward call, which includes getting to know Jesus, okay, getting to know him. Yeah. God will reveal it to them. And verse 16, let us advance together love that mm. to reach his victory prize the upward call that is so that following means one that path means one you got to have connection you got to have relationship absolutely Advance together yeah absolutely right? together as a corporate body of christ and also together with the lord because he's the one who's going to lead you there it's, so, un- so, it's so, uncharted territory for you so i'm i'm, I'm going to do another little rabbit trail that's my job on this one okay you're, you're the main guy here but no, no, no. I, I love this but yeah. if you look at my body my body is never going to fulfill what it's supposed to do yeah. Let's say I have the goal. I'm supposed to go go to Singapore, right? My whole body has to go there. My hand can't say I'm going to Singapore. But what's really important is the fact that my fingers are connected. My hand is connected to my arm. My hand's not connected to my knee. So the right connections are what's really important for me to fulfill my destiny. Yeah. Okay. So even though my hand and my knee are in one body and we should be of one accord, we should all be right. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm attached. And I think sometimes that's a very important thing for people to understand. There are attachments that God brings into your life and there's associations. There's alignments. I like alignments better. There's attachments and alignments. Oh, you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. I I should have read that. I'm just thankful you're reading it, John. Uh, Okay. But no, go on. That was powerful. The alignments. So when you're in, when you, when you're in the right attachment, Alignment speaks to me of unity. Yeah. We in the church, I'm telling you, I, that's such a, it was Jesus's burden. He said that they might be one that we are one so that they can experience the glory that you've given me. Yeah. Why is the glory of God in the church? It's because we're not aligned. We're not one heart, one mind, one accord, as the Bible commands us, right? But I, I look at the attachments. The attachments are so, so well, crucial. Think about what happened with that first generation of Israel that came out of Egypt. They weren't had, they weren't properly aligned with mm. God and with each other. Yeah, look how their disobedience affected Caleb and Joshua. Caleb and Joshua eventually went into the promised land. But they had forty year due to but detour, there not was because a of delay them. There, mm-hmm. Okay, because of their disobedience, uh, the rest of the people's disobedience. So they had to wait till a whole generation passed away and a whole new generation arose before they entered to their promise. So again, our decisions determine our destiny. Our you know how what how we steward today 
shapes how we enter into tomorrow. And we'll get more into this, but you know, there's an upward call, calling, beckoning for all of us. It's calling us higher. It's 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 inviting us to to reach new levels of potential, new levels of calling. But I love that what it said in Proverbs 15:24 that the path of life leads upward for the wise. They leave the grave behind. So talk and, to me about the yeah, grave. The grave represents a place of confinement, a place of death, okay? Buried dreams, unfulfilled potential. Wow. Unrealized potential, unfulfilled dreams, okay? Think about it. Um, uh, we, we were talking about Miles Monroe earlier. He, his quote of like, the richest places on earth aren't the oil fields in the Middle East. It's the graveyards. There you'll find the songs that were never released, the books that were never written, the ideas that never knew the light of day, uh, music that was never produced. I can go on and on, okay? Imagine a world without the deposit of your heroes in the faith, those who greatly impacted you. Even imagine a world without the deposit of Steve Jobs, okay? Like I think about a world without your deposit. It makes me cringe of where would I be today without your impact, your influence on my life? We definitely wouldn't be doing this podcast. God be all the glory. Correct. So God does it all, but what he needs for us to do is be obedient and fight for it. I love that. Fight for it. Henry David Thoreau said in his book, Walden, most men lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with the song still in them. Now, let's, let's focus on those quiet desperation. Okay, that's the condition of a lot of people in this world. They, they lack purpose, they lack passion, they lack power in their life. They're, they're existing, but they're not living. They haven't come alive on the inside. But when you tap into your purpose, you start to awaken to what the potential possibilities of what your life could be. Okay, that's where you start to really come alive. What the world needs is men and women who have come alive. You know what's interesting? Can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. I, and, and this is where a lot of people, the, 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 you, you, to, to bring the fullness to this message, I don't want to say even the balance. Did you feel alive when you were working in the warehouse 20 Ooh, years ago? I had so much going on inside of me. I know you did. I mean, I, you, when you would text me, I would be so excited. So in other words, it wasn't you doing your own thing at that this time. This is good you bring in. You up. were part yeah. of a team. Now I think about what Jesus- I was Jesus, part of something bigger than me. Bigger than you, yes. and you were a part of a team. I think of what Jesus said, if you're not faithful in that which is another man's, who will give you that which is your own? So good. So in other words, we want to make sure that you understand that your dreams and what you're called to do in that time period can be being fulfilled, even though you're not completely on your own. Right. Although there may be a time that God does say, go completely on your own. The oh. whole thing is that we're obedient to God and we are not, we are not ambitious. Yes. There's a difference between being a person of vision and a person who is ambitious. An ambition an ambitious person wants something because they're insecure or wants something out of lust or greed or covetousness. Okay? A person of vision says, That's "I see cool, the John. high calling of God. This is why I'm put on this earth. This is something I must do." And I believe God deals with that though, because I've I've wrestled with selfish ambition before. I mean, you've kept me in check in the past too. I mean, just because you have a call on your life, and that's a temptation with many young adults these days. Like, oh, I'm called to God. I need to go and conquer and take land, and yep. where they don't realize you need to be planted where God has you, and that can be in many different places. But that could be the right place, the right being with the right people. I was planted at Messenger in in, a, in Sydney, Australia, back in the 2000s. I was being able to, we had this little garage of a warehouse back then in Glenhaven. Right? I remember that. Now, um, it, but but no, let, let, let's, let's encourage again, um, 
think of David if he went to take back from Amalek what they had stolen. Remember when David went? So 400 warriors went with him. Let's say if those 400 warriors were all trying to do their own thing apart from each other. Hey, I want to, I want to be a new David, right? David and any one of them would not have been able to take back wow. what Amalek, Amalek, Amalek. Yeah, yeah. So they take it back. They destroy Amalek. God's on that, that unity, that oneness that they have. They come back and 200 guys couldn't make it and they guarded the equipment. And the 400 said, hey, we went to the battle. We get the reward. Right. And David said, oh, no way. Yeah. The guys that stayed back get rewarded equal with those that went. I love that. And I, I, I look at that as, as, as I've told our team members at Messenger for years and years and years. One day when Jesus says, I want to thank you for what you've done, well, yeah. which to me is mind blowing, because how could we ever do anything without him or his right. grace, right. right? But when he says, I want to thank you and I want to reward you, I don't believe it's just going to be John and Lisa. I think it's going to be the, our entire messenger team, the 40, 45 of us in the United States, the thousand of us all overseas. Yeah. It's going to be all the partners that have prayed for us, that yeah. have given to Yeah. Because they caught that vision. Yeah, so good. They caught that vision of leveling up. Yeah. And one of the ways we can level up is when God tells us to join yourself to some someone like a David. Yeah. All those men were disgruntled. Their lives were blessed because of him. Right. They were yeah. disgruntled. They were in debt. They were confused. And they all went out to him in the desert because God brought them out there. Yeah. And they became some of the greatest men of renown. And so it's so That's important. That's why Jonathan wanted to side with David, even though the throne was his, he, he saw the hand of God on, on David. David. Yes. And that's why I, I feel so indebted to you and Lisa, because my yeah, life, I know that nothing, I say that, I say we, that reverently, we, but like, we are more excited about what's happening with but, you. And I know that's what makes you guys such great leaders. But I, I feel that, you know, what you're saying, because my life again would look drastically different without your and Lisa's impact and influence on my life. And my life would look drastically you different know? if it wasn't for the men of God who believed in us and, and obeyed God and Powerful, took right? us in when we were green as green could be. Yeah. Because we're you were a first generation Christian. We were a first generation Christian. I look at my two pastors I served in those first seven years. I'm like, oh my gosh, they were so gracious to me because I was about as green as they come and I did some stupid things, right? I can say the same. <laughs> and uh, one one really let me have it every time I did something stupid. The other one didn't. Oh, and the other and, and it was gold. harder. It was harder on the one who didn't tell me when I did wrong. Interesting. Because huh? I never knew where I stood with him. See, that's interesting. And then all of a sudden it would blow up and I'd be like, oh my gosh, what just happened? I always know where I stand with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we try to do Which that. Which is good. Because I've been under trust. both styles of leadership. And and I, w- I want people to know where you stand with me because yeah. I don't want to <laughs> walk into the room and have this going on and inside of me. Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't want to have something violating my inside because I think of something that Jesus said to Nathaniel that I love. Mm. There is an Israelite in, indeed in whom there is no guile. In other words, there was no hypocrisy in him. Wow. There was no two-facedness in him. He wasn't one way, but really inside saying something else. Wow. And when Jesus calls that out, I think, wow, what a great, great, great gift from heaven. That's if so we can walk in integrity and be as true on the outside 
as we are in the inside, or I should say as true on the inside as we are on the outside. Yeah, I love that. This, I believe, is part of fighting for leveling up. Yeah. I have a whole chapter on that called Leverage Your Level. I love it. Um, yeah. I like feel like I'm, I'm helping you. Oh, maybe, no, maybe, no. Maybe it's because we've been like, walking together yeah, for 20 years. And I'm, that alignment. Yeah. But, you know, there's probably people asking like, okay, I, there's this upward path before me. I need to leave this the grave behind, that place of confinement, that place of purposelessness. But where do I begin? You know, and I believe, like, and you were alluding to this, I, and I, and I, I use what I call the five A framework for activation in the book, um, where I use the five A words: is awakening, action, acquisition, association, and actualization, and all these combined all right. is what activates your potential. You got to give me the first two quickly. Give me the nutshell version. Well, yeah. Well, the first one is awakening. awakening. Let's okay? talk about that. How you, do you the awaken? The upward call of God begins. Pursuing that begins with an awakening to your purpose and your potential. I love what it says in Proverbs 16, 26. It says, life motivation comes from the deep longings of the heart and the passion to see them fulfill urges you onward or urges you upward, okay? And I love that life motivation. It's one of the most precious things we can possess. It's what gets us up in the mornings. It's what sometimes pushes us through the hard times, okay? It's what makes us look toward the future with excitement, expectancy, all right? Yeah. But... Not everyone, again, not everyone has this. Some people have lost that, but they've lost touch of the deep longings of their heart. Mm. And, and I believe, I believe you could be, I, um, you know, psychologists refer to the locus of control, whether that's an internal locus of control or an external locus of control. In other words, are you internally motivated or externally motivated? And sadly, most people are externally motivated. In other words, they're doing things to please their parents. They're pursuing a career path or a calling because their parents want them to pursue that. Their parents are living vicariously through them. Okay. Or, you How know, about social media? Social media, social expectations or socially we don't do that that's not socially acceptable to pursue a calling in ministry like i grew up in a religion where they thought i was in a cult when i got saved and had i listened to them had i you know my relatives they didn't like that i was like <laughs> outcast I remember that. and then my parents got led to the lord eventually and they genuinely fear god you know like my, they my took immediate... care of our youngest son when he went to bible school <laughs> that's right yeah they, they still he ask about stay, arden he actually in his, how's arden chris he stayed you know? in their house for nine months yeah and they, they loved he, it they were so good to him because they had an empty nest back then so I, they adopted arden as a son yeah, they did <laughs> mom loved making and, him and we are and so everything. grateful for them but, doing that but you know the upward journey begins by connecting with those deep longings of our heart. And I love the word longing because I believe that those longings have been there for a long time. Again, look at what it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11. He, God, makes everything beautiful in its time. So there's a time sometimes when it's not always beauty, beautiful, but there's beauty in every season. He has also planted eternity. Oh, I love that. Oh, a sense of divine purpose, the Amplified says, in the human heart. A mysterious longing. There's that word again. A mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. <laughs> when you're internally regulated, you're listening to, you're, you're in touch with those deep longings of the heart, the desires of the heart, which I personally believe God put in there, okay? And unless it's been suppressed, okay, by external forces, each of us know that we're here on purpose for a purpose. And that deep sense of purpose in our hearts, it's what's directing us, it's tugging us, those promptings are leading us along the upward path, okay? And I think about when I was a kid, 
I knew I'd be living in America. There was something about America that just drew me. You know, I was always drawn to American sports. I'd wake, I'd stay up to early hours of the morning back in I the 90s. I got to talk to you about some of the teams you like. I, 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 I we, know, we, yeah. we need to get some better teams here. No, I'm joking. Go Niners! He likes all the teams that always win championships. <laughs> I guess I you can do that James when you're from Australia and you weren't born and raised in a certain sure. city. You I'm know, people, with... people in Cleveland, look, man, they're stuck with the Browns, okay? <laughs> they can't be rooting for Kansas City, right? I'm I, joking. I'm, I'm happy your Lions are doing good, though. So. Yeah, anyway, but think about I was it, raised like, in Michigan. I was drawn to America, but something even back then in my childhood knew that one day I would be living in America. I remember back in... 2002 at the start, just before I was saved, I was dating a girl back then and um, she was working at a retail store and she got relocated from a place called Parramatta to the Castle Hill. Now I had, I was unfamiliar, unfamiliar with this Castle Hill area, okay? And I remember I'd go to Castle Hill and visit her, spend some time with her and I remember when I, I left, I, whenever I went there to visit her, my heart came alive and it wasn't just because I was spending time with her. I was like, there's something about this Castle Hill area that makes my heart come alive. It's doing something to me on the inside. I had no idea, but, you know, and I remember going there even when my girlfriend wasn't working there back then. And I'd be like, I just want to be here. And little did I know in just a few years time, I'd get connected to Messenger International. That's where our Sydney offices were. I would go to Hillsong Bible College in that area, in the Borkham Hills area. Uh, so much of my wow. future, we had an office from uh, Glen Haven to the Rouse Hill area. So much of my future was in that area, but something was awakening in my spirit back then. So, you know, we're promised, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will show you things to come. Yes. <clears throat> we're looking for a oh, voice. So good. We're looking for a voice when in reality- well, I love you're going with this. You, yeah. You're going, why is it I feel so good at Castle Hill? Why, why am I drawn to this area? Yeah. It's the Spirit of God. And, and, and this is, I believe this with all my heart, Chris, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll place his desires in your heart. You know, I believe we can trust our desires of our heart when we're totally committed to the so, Lordship of Jesus yes. and we delight in him. Yes. I don't know if I could trust my desires of my heart if I wasn't delighting in the Lord that's, and that's wanting really to glorify him. That is very important. Yeah. And so I I, I do want to say, and I, I mean, man, oh man, we, we've gone 30 minutes here and it f feels like it's been five minutes. This is crazy. Uh, listen, I want to say this. Y'all... You need to get this book. As you can see, There's this so man is loaded. He's loaded. And this is called, you know, being faithful to God for these past 20 years, just serving, 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 serving. And this is this is what every man of God, every woman of God, when God is going to raise them up as a mouthpiece, they do. They serve faithfully. They serve. They it, everything in them says, "I want to go out and I want to do it right now." I mean, I I know. I, I for years I was wanting to go out and 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 start yeah. start the ministry, but it was premature, premature, premature. And I've watched you go through the same thing. And so he's passed a lot of tests, and God's really put something in his heart for you, I believe. So it's called Level Up. Um, is it available on Amazon? Yeah, it'll be available Amazon, Messenger. Go, okay, go, just so go to chrispace.org. Let me tell you, you why Amazon is so easy for these people, right? Yeah, yeah. I know it's it. better for us if they go to, through our store. Oh, but yeah. Amazon, most of these most of these guys in America, they're Prime members, so yeah. it's a one click. One click hit. But yeah. it would be better for for all of us if you went through the website, went through Messenger International or chrispace.org, right? Chrispace.org. Chrispace yeah. yeah. And also, if you're a pastor and you're listening right now and you just say, man, I'd love to have Chris come share. Hey, 
Chris is available. You can contact us and and reach him by contacting us. Thank you, Joe. But I just want to say that this has really been a fun, fun um, conversations today. Yeah. Uh, can, if can Lisa would have been here, it would have really been quick. even funner. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and just and from stories I've heard of you, just pay attention to what's happening inside of you. Pay attention to those yeah. deep longings of the heart. Philippians chapter two verse thirteen says that it is God who works in you. Be internally regulated. And to do his yeah, good pleasure. To do his good pleasure. So don't, we're waiting to hear from God externally, like you were just saying, yeah. but are you ignoring how he's speaking to you internally? Those desires, those promptings, those leadings, yield to that. Don't quench that. Yes. that's And that's a big, big factor of reaching your levels. A lot of people don't reach their levels because of fear, fear of the unknown, fear of missing out, fear of entering into something that they can't handle. Look, if God puts it in your heart, you can handle it because he'll give you the 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 anointing, the ability to do it. Well, this has been Conversations with John and Chris Pace. Lisa will be back with us next time. And I want to say this, uh, if you haven't done so, I want to remind you again to please rate, review, write a review and subscribe. Most importantly, subscribe to conversations. That way you get updates. That way you keep up with us. That way it's easier to find on your YouTube or wherever you're listening to us at. I know for me, there are certain ministries I subscribe to because I want that to pop up on my phone first. And one more thing, make sure you get Messenger X on your phone, okay? That is going to the App Store, going to Google Play, type in Messenger don't put a space between the R and the X, Messenger X, type it in. It is an absolute free discipleship tool that we have poured literally decades of discipleship materials in there for completely, totally no charge. We want to make sure that you are getting discipled. It's the beginning of a year. We want you to be able to go through courses or books or whatever else is on there. The short forms, we've got something on there for you to help you get your year going right. And one thing that is going to be on the Messenger X app is you're going to be able to really dive into Family Matters with that Home with the Beveers podcast. And Chris, what else is on there? You can help me. You're yeah, on we got uh, Addison's course, Words with God. That's right. Um, coming out. We've got month. over this month 40 already. courses yeah. on Messenger X. I mean, I yeah. just I just got, got my hair so cut today. And, and, and my hairstylist said, my husband just went through breaking intimidation and oh, yeah, he is nice. completely, his eyes have been open to so many things. I mean, yeah. hey, that's why all these things are on there. Words and with God. And it's all free, John. It's all free. Like, seriously, you got your 42-day videos that you did for the Aura of God book that corresponds with every chapter of the book. So yeah, dive in, guys. There's yep. So much to choose from. So Chris, thanks for being on the Thank program. Thank you, John. It's been a pleasure, So proud man. of you for writing this book. Ah, Until guys, next time, keep this the fire has burning. been, yes, keep the flame on. <laughs> Until next time, this has been Conversations with Chris Pace this time, not Lisa Bevere and John. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with John and Lisa Bevere. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you love to listen. Also, if you haven't already, go right ahead and download Messenger X to hear more content from John and Lisa Bevere and other great messengers. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on Conversations with John and Lisa.